So welcome, everybody. Uh, this is kind of uh, an American's Guide to, to New Japan Pro Wrestling and why New Japan is m- a much better product than WWE, AEW, and Impact, TNA, whatever they want to call it uh, nowadays. Uh, so, so my name's Craig. Uh, I kind of started with New Japan uh, thanks to uh, thanks to Shinsuke Nakamura um, on his second run, which most people know him from his WWE run, which is essentially his uh, his third big run. So I will turn it over to to my co-hosts. Oh, so I'm Kish. Um, I got into New Japan like maybe two years ago with the new um, Bullet Club um, with. You know, uh, because why well, I mean, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, when Cody jumped ship from WWE to New Japan and had that whole good, uh, amazing run as a heel, uh, that was that was like my coming into story, <laughs> coming into New Japan for me, and that was a lot easier uh, knowing that uh, I know these faces, they speak English, so I don't have to wait for a translation. Um, when I got into New Japan, it was really hard because they didn't really have the English commentary until. Right. Uh, previously the last few years so it's really nice to like listen to new japan and seeing familiar faces those familiar faces of course are gone so i i grew into love suzuki and his crew and i love the whole um pan craze strong salad he does every match is just like spine and muscle churning it's it makes me it makes me cry every time because it seems like they're actually in pain and it's not this kayfabe in pain it's like like oh he needs to go see somebody like after this in vain. <laughs> oh, I'm Nelson. I'm really new. And I got into it January uh, 2020. But I was familiar with New Japan because of all the old school wrestlers from the 80s and the 90s. They used to go wrestle in Japan when they, right. they weren't all locked down with Vince. So I had heard of uh, Liger and, mm-hmm. you know, a couple other ones and. When I went and saw the live show, it was January. Oh, was yeah. It? yeah, January. In January. And then uh, Wrestle Kingdom, I was hooked. I'm like, that's the best thing. I had not watched wrestling in probably like 10 years. And going to that show made me realize that there's still good wrestling. And now when I watch WWE, I, it, it just ruined it because now you see good wrestling. When I saw Okada, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> okay, sorry. He's awesome. And and I'm kind of going to go through it point by point. Uh, so to me, it, it's no argument that New Japan has has the best in ring worker in a, in Okada. I I don't see, and you guys can argue with me. I don't really see anybody close. Probably the closest was Kenny Omega, who's taken a a huge step back um, because he's essentially running a business with yeah. his friends now. Um, and I don't know if you guys see anybody even close to him as as an in ring performer. As an in ring performer for Okada, like I've, it's true. I would say I've seen different Okada matches, and none of them are the same. But he does make the other guy look really good. Yeah. Um, and to make that point, I've seen an Okada match versus Big Fale when Big Fale like now, <laughs> so when he's like super overweight, super big, and he made him look like. Like Big Show 2000, <laughs> right? Right, he, where he was tossing Stone Cold around in the blue cage that they don't use anymore. So, yeah, there's not one person I can compare him to. Maybe Cody, because Cody knows how to 
like build other stars in matches. Like we all know Brody Lee now in the Dark Order because it's, of Cody. But I think I've, if I was going to put near Cody's the next closest, not too close, but next closest in building up another star. He's Okada's facing. Hogan. He's got everything. Charisma. Right. I well, saw him wrestle Jay White, and he made Jay White not look so bad. Right. For real. <laughs> to me, he's he's Shawn Michaels when he was in because Okada's still. 32, I think I can. He's so young. Look it up right now. He's, uh, yeah, he's 32. Wow. Um, and it's, it's insane that he's, that he's that young and he's, uh, he has the longest, uh, reigning IWGP heavyweight championship run. Uh, it's essentially Shawn Michaels in his prime. If he never had the back issues and never had the drug issues because he, he's never had a dip. He makes it so easy when he's selling other people's moves. Mm-hmm. When you see a messed up move, and I was watching him against old Jay White because you're like, he's horrible. I don't, right. know, don't watch Jay White. <laughs> Jay White's and hard to watch. <laughs> I started watching old matches, and I'm like, Jay White is horrible. And I watch him with like Okada, and he, he rescues everybody. He just he makes everything look nice, and he sells everything. Like He doesn't go overboard. It just right. Everything he does looks really sweet, like nice. And it's cool for Okada because he knows how to tell a star without super dramatics, right? In America, we have the chair shots, the blood, you know, right. all these big pop things that we're like, oh, yes, yes, hit him with the steel chair, uh, barbed wire, blood everywhere. <laughs> but Okada's like, I've not seen a Okada match where anyone is bleeding. Mm-hmm. And I, I maybe I got confused because when he was red Okada for some time, I thought right. he was bleeding, <laughs> but he wasn't. But, yeah, like Okada knows how to build a match, and I've seen him even in, like, when he used to do the four four v four matches, the tag right. matches uh, to build the G one and all the other um, events, he would still show like oh a little little like five minute Okada match and tag someone out, and it, it's it's amazing what Okada can do in the ring and with everyone because you know from being big big ballet to Minoru Suzuki to Naito, it's like it's mm-hmm. just he knows he definitely knows what he's doing in there. Speed, fast, technical. Even like super like strong style and just tossing people around when he faced, who did he face? Um, he he's in NWA now. Uh, who's uh, the last member not in a uh, not in uh, AEW? Uh, the villain? Oh, oh uh, Marty Scroll. Marty Scroll. That Marty was an Skrull. amazing match they had in San I mean, Francisco. <laughs> so so to me, other than Jay White, uh, Zack Saber Jr. is is the most boring wrestler in New Japan. Um, just he's he's so dull to me. Like small joint manipulation is fine for a spot or two, but the fact that that's his whole match, and the only one of his matches that I can watch is is his world title match with o- Okada. I think it was from it was either New Year's Dash or Dominion um, a few years ago. Was that in New York? Uh, no, New York was was Jay White. Which, Jay White. Oh, sorry. See, that's- <laughs> I, I was more interested in that just because I was hoping that Jay lost dropped the title. Um, but but kind of extending on that, I I also would say that New Japan has has the the biggest he, uh, biggest face in the business with Tetsuya Naito right oh, now. He's my favorite. Um, Look, I I love Okada, but Naito's mm-hmm. the one that like right when I saw him is his look and everything. I just like I I just liked all the Lij stuff. It's really cool to me. Right, that caught my eye a lot. It's weird saying face because he knows how to be heel in matches. <laughs> but it's it's almost uh, so why I, why I say that he's the biggest face 
in in wrestling today is that he it's it's very hard to have a naturally turned face nowadays. Oh, it, it was is much more prominent because Austin and The Rock did it so well. Um, but it's it's much easier to to have these force turns where you had to come and save somebody, and and Naito did it in in the most ridiculous storyline ever. And, and for those of you who didn't know it, it was that Naito was uh, the world champion, dropped the belt, uh, and then uh, essentially became the Intercontinental champion. And the storyline was just that he hated it. He would throw the belt in the trash can, just dump it, and just not care. And he was so good at it that he became it, he became essentially the rock in uh, pre-corporation rock, where it was everybody wanted to see him win, and and New Japan did the opposite of what the what WWE did with um, with Roman Reigns, where it was they forced you to want him to win, and then they didn't give it to him. Yeah, New Japan knows how to dangle that carrot in yeah. front of the fans so well. And keep you captivated and be like, he has to get it sooner or later, right? Vince <laughs> is like a rapey boyfriend. He just wants to force himself, like, whatever. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm the Al Davis of wrestling. And and whatever he wants, he gets. God, he, I, right. he did just force it on you. And you don't want to watch it. That's why the fans always booed him and stuff. Everything I've seen in New Japan is awesome. Except Jay White. Right. <laughs> and and we'll, we'll get to Jay in a little bit. Yeah, we'll but, get to Jay. Uh, <laughs> This this one is probably more controversial, um, but I would I personally would say that that New Japan has the best heel in wrestling right now with Evil. Oh yeah, um, that that's been kind of tampered a little bit because of Roman Reigns' recent run uh, being amazing. But up until then, uh, and, and again for those of you who aren't watching, imagine if during the height of the the DX Nation uh, storyline. That if X-Pac, who's like the most solid number two, does everything for you, basically beat the crap out of Triple H and took the world title and then defected to the nation. It, and it was it was shocking. It was something that they didn't advertise. You didn't see coming. It, it just happened. Yeah, I, it was it was there. It was a very like solid moment, too, because. Through that tournament when Evil was going through it and it was Evil versus Sonata at the end. Mm-hmm. and Well, at least on that end of the block. And Evil cheated to beat Sonata. We were like, okay, that's odd. Like last night, all right, he gets to face Taito, uh, you know, Naito for the title tomorrow. Then next thing you know, he cheats to beat Sonata. I'm like, okay. Then he turns on Naito. And I was freaking out. I was mm-hmm. like screaming in two, I don't know, one or two o'clock in the morning. Just like, what is going on? Because Evil was the right hand man. Like he was he was the only other member of LIJ where he, he had most of the titles until Shingo came along. Right. And at and that point Shingo had the never open weight title and the triple titles. When you turn evil ending. <laughs> you automatically disliked him. He's he was so good. Like when when he uh, went over there and messed up Naito, he's like, "You're like, oh my god!" Like, it's, you automatically just switch to go. That what a bastard! It's it's one of the things that it's uh, like you don't get the the big visual moments, the the kind of big reactions. I I, I think probably the last big reaction uh, I I had it when Shinsuke won the Rumble, but that was for for kind of personal reasons. Yes, I I think the last. 
like big reaction like that I had was was probably when the Miz meet, beat Orton by cashing in. <laughs> um, just because, that's a good one. <laughs> just because like the Ziggler cash in, I, I was never a Ziggler person. I, I understand the significance of that for people, but it's it's just again WWE has to to manufacture it. They have to essentially if it's not a money in the bank moment or if it wasn't related to Becky. Like nothing is is natural with them. Right Even now. AEW doesn't force it like they do. Right. I mean, everyone's trashing Orange Cassidy, and the fans loved him just because of his dumb gimmick, and they went with it. I think that's like the, that's the way it should be because WWE. I just don't like the way they they force everyone on you. Like right, and and I don't mean to to completely trash WWE because because again their their women's division is, is awesome is extremely awesome, yeah. but. That was made by by Becky Lynch and Asuka and now Io Shirai and and Kyrie and it's it was made through through their hard work, but their their men's division it's just essentially they don't know when to get out of their own way. Um, the the only thing that I I would say that WWE has over New Japan is that it has the the best character in wrestling. It, it has the Fiend still, yeah, but they don't know how to use it. Yeah, I'm so surprised because they built him up. And then they just put him in these weird matches and, like, you'll just see him in the middle of a card. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's top of the card uh, wrestler. I don't know what to do. And, and you tie him down with the, the person that I hate the most in wrestling other than Jay White with uh, <laughs> with Alexa Bliss. So uh. that automatically takes it. I know other people have different feelings about her. Yes. but Well, I have the same feeling as you for Alexa Bliss. But yeah, I totally understand that because it's just really weird, like, from if you're going to continue with the uh, – with just with Bray, real quickly, um, it's just we had this great. It's been a year, almost a full year since he he debuted as the Fiend. You know, SummerSlam and the great entrance. Then a month later, the Hell in the Cell. Then he loses the title to Goldberg, and it's like, what's happening? What's going on? Then he has this amazing Firefly Funhouse uh, post you know, production match, mm-hmm. and it was amazing because I really hope we never see John Cena again. Because it's the best way to ride off John Cena, it was, right? It was the best retirement match ever. It it beats Ric Flair, yeah, to me. Then Roman Reigns comes back. He comes back. He we didn't know he's coming back as a heel, but he came back as a heel, quote unquote. Uh, then they just dropped the title to him, and then now Bray is rumored to be traded, going to Raw now, or mm-hmm. and now Braun's on Raw, or he's on Raw Underground, whatever. And it's just like, well, so, you know, I'll board the Roman train again, <laughs> you know? And I'm happy what it is now, but to think about, like, Bray had so many chances to be, be you know, be further past Undertaker at this point. If he beat Undertaker in Santa Clara, where I attended my first WrestleMania, I would have been so happy. But he didn't. If he, if they allowed John Cena to turn just a little bit heel, I think it was New Orleans like two years, a year beforehand. I think so. They, they didn't do that either, and they had so many times that Bray could have been like the star, and but not like like John Cena, Roman Reigns, but just like Undertaker of the crew. Be like, he's always lurking and he's always a threat, and it's still amazing that to this day he's still always lurking, he's still a threat. But even some people think like, well, if he can get a DQ during a <laughs> get a DQ win in a Hell in a Cell match, what kind of stupid things will he get now? I think that if someone should have beat Undertaker, it was Bray, not yes. Brock. I, it just there, There's only two people that, that I could ever see beating Taker, and it's the it's the next generation guy, so it would be The Fiend 
or it would be uh, Bauer. Yep. Oh, those yeah, are the only two. Or or give it to Kane just to to close that storyline. If you, I notice a thing like we're talking about different like AEWs and stuff, the most like fun stars and everything are from New Japan, right? Like, and, I mean, if you look at yeah. AEW, everyone that Vince discards and stuff, they go to New Japan, become huge, mm-hmm. and then he wants them back. I mean, Cody. Uh, Young Omega. Bucks, Refu- Omega, yeah, even uh, Marty Scroll. You know, it's uh, he's a uh, he's he the NWA, NWA, and uh, what's that other one? Friday New York, I forget. It's like another another wrestling organization, but yeah, just New Japan, man. That's like where they learn to wrestle, I guess. And, and for for those of you who who are completely new to New Japan, my next argument is that the greatest. Wrestling match of all t- all time was a was a New Japan match, uh, and that was uh, for me. It's uh, Okada uh, versus Omega Two, which was their two out of three falls uh, Wrestle Kingdom match. Um, I, there's there's arguments for a whole bunch of matches. I, I the three that I hear the most often are uh, that match, uh, Taker Michaels one from Mania, yes. uh, and then uh, Steamboat. Um, Steamboat Macho, which is an amazing match, but 80s wrestling compared to now is, isn't the same. I think it was good for its era. Right. Because that yes. is, just like uh, Razor Ramon against uh, Shawn Michaels in the first ladder match, like Great it's not the there. best ladder match, but it's like for the era, you know, it just started something good. But like you look back and you're like, uh, you know, you know, big elbow off the top. Now they're doing great. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 the transition or development of like high risk matches of the TLCs, the from ladder matches to TLCs to chair matches, right. to like ECW scaffolding matches. And, you know? <laughs> and that's something that the match quality is so much higher in New Japan. Um, so, so probably the best American wrestler, and, and I argue with this, but the consensus agreement is that right now it's John Moxley, uh, and I have. I have a lot of salt for that because I love Dean Ambrose and I hate John Moxley. I hated him in CZW and, and I hate him now. Um, but if you, he's currently the United States champion in New Japan. And if you watch this year's Wrestle Kingdom, uh, he had a Texas death, death match against Lance Archer. Yes. And it, compared to like the American hardcore like ECW stuff, it's it's nothing. It's uh, there's a little bit of blood. There's like two table spots and a, a few chair spots but the match quality is so good that it seems more brutal it, it seems like you could take that or you could take uh, like a raven match from like the raven king of the mountain match where sean waltman stapling his head to the chair oh, yeah. And, yeah. and ridiculous and it just it's so much more compelling to watch the the Moxley Archer match. Well, finally you bring that up, October fourteenth, the the rematch, but in AEW is uh, Archer against Moxley. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right, and that's for the AEW the, world yeah, title. title. <laughs> so that's that kind of shows the degrees where it's like the United States champion in uh, championship match at Wrestle Kingdom is is the main event yeah. match in in the second biggest uh, American promotion, and. Y- I'm not a fan of Archer, but he's a beast. I mean, just his moves don't look too good to me. It's just he's a giant guy, 
and he wouldn't shake Keisha's hand. Yeah, if he <laughs> yeah. won't shake yeah. your hand, he don't buy That's a whole story for another he, just, uh, he just put out his elbow. <laughs> this is pre yeah, this, well. this is this pre, is pre-COVID. So. Yeah, it's pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. it was, He's all, buy this $30 uh, four-by-four four towel, and I'll, maybe I'll think about it. He did have the title, though. This is oh, the time he where he had the yeah. US he, title. He was the United States champion. Yeah, that uh, was in San Jose. And, yeah, my first... Uh, my first... Uh, I totally forgot about that. New Japan. <laughs> Watching... All those guys. The first match of New Japan in San Jose was uh, Lion. What were they calling? Young it? Lions. The, the Young Lions, the mm-hmm. uh, dojo, LA dojo. Yep. Those guys are better wrestlers than guys that are already in AEW right. and all these other ones. They're so technical and everything looked good. Like and that match was better than the majority of stuff that you see on TV right now. And that's why I, I think that now is the, the prime time to get into New Japan because there's so many. Uh, young talents in New Japan who are coming up that are better than than the the biggest talents in America. And so in America, other than than Shotzi Blackheart, I I don't see any young guys coming up because a Keith Lee's been pushed horribly. Yes, since his main roster debut, and he he's an older guy. As much as I love him, he's I I think he's. Uh, I think he's older than o- Okada already. Um, I know he's in mid thirties, I believe. Right. Yeah. So looking it up, Keith Lee is uh, is thirty five. So 35, three years yeah. older than Okada. Um, so maybe have five good years left on him. Um, other than Shotzi, I don't know who they have. It's Keith it's Lee's true. Awesome. Like it's it's true. Like it's not like WWE's like not when the, when it was the nine years of mid two thousands because now they have their you know, their developmental, quote-unquote, developmental wrestling on TV. So by the time we see Adam Cole, he's on his last legs. By the time, we'll, you know, Keith Lee, he's on his last legs. Not saying he, they're old, not saying that they're they're going to be washed up soon, but it's just like, well, they, we can't, the WWE is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to find another Rock and Stone mm-hmm. Cold that's going to last for over five-plus years when we're already cheering for Keith Lee for the last three years. He's on the main roster. He's not getting pushed then when he does get pushed, you know, hopefully it's not like Kofi where he gets pushed for only one year. Yep. He had and a bigger the, pop in San Jose than anybody. Yes. At, at NXT. NXT. And Finn was there. Mm-hmm. And he had the biggest pop. In fact, remember when I got the belt, I got it because of him. Yes. Everyone was just – and to see what they're doing with him is like it's horrible because he's really good. But, I mean, in New Japan, show just turned 31. and So – Chauffeur is uh, so he's is he Shawn Michael? I I don't want to say Yo is is Marty Jannetty, um, but it, it's it's my favorite tag team uh, is is in New Japan, and it's one of those things where both of them are so good you don't want to see them ripped apart, but one is clearly the bigger single star. I would say I would think. For me, how I see Sho and Yo, if we're going to talk about Rapongi 3K, uh, I love them too. I see them as Paul London and Brian Kendrick if they were bigger and more popular in WWE. Right. Because right. Paul London and Brian Kendrick were, like, to me, still one of the best tag teams in SmackDown, SmackDown Live or SmackDown history because he was, they were something else. They were doing high fly stuff, they were technical wrestlers, and they fed off each other. And Sho and Yo do the same thing. I can't. Say which is better because I like Yo. <laughs> instead of no, Sho. I I love both of them, but it, 
but in singles matches, I've seen more from Sho. Yes. But Sho's been pushed more than Yo. Right. Like, Yo had chances at the, you know, the Neverweight title mm-hmm. against Suzuki and uh, Takagi. And uh, Yo, I think he had one match in the, the junior weight division. Right. But when you have Will Ospreay and you yeah. have, and, you know, <laughs> the Tiki Tom think, Bomb. I think that's huge that probably we've been talking about new Japan and we haven't talked about their 27 year old. Who's probably in the top five most popular wrestlers in the world, uh, with Will Ospreay. Um, and, and just uh, a quick thing. Uh, I, I don't know enough to, to comment on his, uh, his current legal situation uh, and what's being said, but all I can comment is, uh, in ring, he, he it hasn't affected him since he's been back. Um, and uh, again, I I support anybody who has the has those horrific acts happen to them. Uh, but I have not personally heard anything to to be able to definitively say uh, my position on what happened between him and uh, and his potential accuser. On wrestling wise, he's so fun to watch. Uh, I put up a clip on him on Instagram. It it got so many so many hits. I mean, backflips and he makes everything look easy. Everything he does is like is really good. And I think there are a lot of tag teams out there where one guy is just much. You know, he's got more star power. And I don't know if you got an AEW has this one tag team called uh, Private Party. Oh gosh! Yep. And one guy <laughs> is so awesome. And if he would have the right training, if you would just have, like, I think if he would, like, go to New Japan or, you know, NXT, he would be huge. And I think he's uh, Cassidy. Yes. He is so good. He has so much talent. And his partner's horrible. Yeah. I get get the same feels with um, uh, the the Raw Tag Team champions, too. Uh, (laughs) But but to go back to um, Will Ospreay, like, if if we're... if you're talking about like just pure talent, Westbury is just one of the most talented people I've seen. Uh, when you get away from all the spots, like I get everyone loves flips and the dips and jumping off ropes and all that stuff. And his match against Ricochet is like gifable. Like it's the, you don't have yeah. to watch the match; it's just straight gifts. But when you get to see him wrestle and wrestle with stakes, it, he's a, he's one of the best. Yeah, if, like you can you can have his his ricochet ricochet matches but i'll take his haramu match yes over that um because uh, so again there's there's another guy that we haven't even brought up um haramu takahashi is is amazing uh so he's uh, so, so in new japan they they treat the the cruiserweights differently uh it's the the junior heavyweight division and one of the biggest stars essentially had a, a career threatening injury and came back out of nowhere and and put on uh, what I think was I, I personally think it was the best match of Wrestle Kingdom this year with Will Ospreay. It's uh, the Naito uh, the Naito Okada match was great. Okada Abushi uh, match was was great. But the one that and, and of course you're gonna have the emotions with uh, Liger's retirement matches. But for for me, as far as like engagement. The their match was was the best match of the. That's night. the clip I put from that match on mm-hmm. of those two. It it was awesome. It was a great match. I, 
those two guys are so good. Watching New Japan, it's just so different. And uh, so, so one of the biggest uh, complaints that I get from a lot of people um, is that a lot of people who who grew up in, in our day and age with wrestling uh, talk about that they they miss faction warfare. Oh yes, and <laughs> New yes. Japan has uh, has the greatest factions bar none. It has uh, so you have the Bullet Club, which is probably the most well known in America. Which it's essentially the NWO. It was started by uh, Frugal Devitt, who who most people in America know as Finn Bauer, mm-hmm. um, and it was essentially foreigners coming to New Japan uh, and basically spitting in the in the face of these. Uh, of this strong wrestling tradition. Yes. Then you have chaos, which is essentially the same thing. It's the the kind of strong style, old school wrestlers who who just wanted to shake things up, and that that was started by Shinsuke Nakamura, um, and now it's led by Okada, and it's it's still amazing to watch. Then you have Lij, which is an interesting concept, and, and Keisha is, is the big <laughs> Lij person. Um, so, so I'll kind of turn it over to him to to talk about Naito and his craziness. Yeah, with his with the Lij crew, it's it's weird to call him a faction because even then, like when one of them gets jumped after a match, oh. none of them come out because yeah. they're they're individuals within a group, right? I so mean, you have to think about it that way, dude. So, I didn't even think they were a team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's everybody else? They have the same shirts on. So you can you can watch Dominion and. So Dominion Naito is is a double champion. He's the Intercontinental and World Champion, and somebody comes out dressed as an Lij member, <laughs> the smallest Lij member. It could have been me, Bushi. And and not only does the rest of Lij not come out to 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 protect to protect their leader. The guy who's being faked doesn't come out to be like, yo, it's not me. They just let the beatdown happen. Dude, he literally came out in a walker. And the other guy still would walk into the back. Yeah, Jado, Jado, it literally took it. He had to throw the kendo stick into the ring, ring because he was only halfway down there when the beatdown started. He only uses a kendo stick, right? Because he needs it like a cane, right? Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't get down there if. If but we got, to see him, we got to see him in a match, which still shocks me to this day. Well, I was excited because I thought, to to be honest, when I everyone talk about Jado, <laughs> I thought it was I thought he was playing with us. So when they, they they put him in a match, in a tag team match, and he was tagged in, I I I popped so loud. <laughs> so imagine if Paul Heyman now was was in a match, was in a tag match, and then like he gets tagged in like not while some guy's passed out, like tags in to actually try to work over somebody. And, and, and it's not an instant tag after. He's in the match for a good like three minutes until he gets tagged back out. <laughs> and I mean and that that doesn't include Suzuki Goon, which is their kind of uh the closest to a non-heel heart foundation where it's like technical. So if you take the like foreigner thing yes. out of the heart foundation, it's like this technically beautiful wrestling. Uh, and then you have Watu's new group that, so is they also have a, the, the new faction, the blue faction. That's uh, essentially just the comedy. Oh yeah. The blue faction with the, okay. Yeah. I, I, they have a comedy faction I still as well. don't understand how they pushed him as they just this this big reveal I think of Wrestle Kingdom and it was just a guy in blue hair and the mm-hmm. blue blue pants. It's so imagine <laughs> imagine oh, if Jesus. the WWE knew the gobbledygooker was a joke <laughs> 
and they're just like, no, nah, we know this is a joke, but we're going with it. Like that's that's essentially what the blue faction is. To see to even think about the blue faction, then we the one thing I always think about about blue faction, of course, is like you know the um, the jobbers, mm-hmm. and of course blue meanie and the and blue and wo. I was like. So for that, like, because we're from America, so we know about, you know, if you've been a wrestling fan for the last 20 plus years, you know about those factions. So it's hard to take someone, a a male character who wears all blue, seriously. Like, I get Leva Bates and blue pants and that that was really cool. She, 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 she fed with the funny and all that stuff. But I was like, man, this is not going to get over. He actually comes over to the US. And and this is a a rumor that I I 100% think is a joke. I, I think it's a joke, uh, so so don't take it seriously. But I, I members have put it out there that they want Batista in the Blue Faction just to bring back Blutista, which would be <laughs> which would be amazing. Thankfully, he's retired. He announces retirement. So well, I think uh, you can see the the influence on AEW mm-hmm. uh, from uh, New Japan because they're doing that whole faction thing. If you look, right, all their wrestlers now are like part of a faction and they're you start looking at what they're doing and it's the new japan playbook it's like okay well all this guy comes in he's part of uh you know brody lee you know the dark yeah, order, order or right. uh the, the ftr American, yeah. to me that's my favorite tag team uh they Which, were the what they call the revival. revival they're old school they look they should they could have been part of the four horsemen which they might be the new oh, horsemen. They, so, there's yeah. arguments That's over the, the trademark, right? Yeah. So, but then I just you have the American Nightmares family. I bet you, if you're like a wrestling fan and you start watching New Japan, you're gonna start going like, "Hold on, this is happening in WWE. This is happening over here," and they make it seem like they're the ones innovating when it's actually coming from New Japan and stuff. Now that I see, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff. Yep. If you if you look at the most over things in wrestling over the past ten years, if if you take out the Shield and you take out Becky Lynch, then uh, essentially it's essentially it's New Japan. And, and I know people are going to be screaming and arguing uh, about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho left New to go Japan. to New Japan. Yep. Um, he didn't leave to go to AEW. The reason he didn't sign a contract was that he wanted to wrestle in New Japan before he got too old to do it. Um, people are are going to argue with me about the demon. The demon is a is a take off of Frugal Devitt's character, off of his darker the darker side of his character in in New Japan. Um, and Jericho's not even a product of WWE. No. He wrestled in Canada, and then he came here for Jim Cornette. And he he also he wrestled, wrestled in Mexico. Mexico. He wrestled yeah. in Japan when he was when he was very young yes. as as the the fake Justin Liger, but. Oh. But again, so so when the fake Jushin Liger thing didn't work, they they know to pull the plug on it. They they're like essentially after his so essentially it was uh, I don't know how many people remember this because it was a very dark time. But if they remember Sincara Sincara Negro, um, oh yes, it was Lazul and Negro. Right, they they did that where the the kind of. Most overperson in New Japan was Jushin Thunder Liger, so they had a fake Jushin Thunder Liger that was Liger Blue, and it was a young Chris Jericho in a match. And he came backstage, and uh, Antonio Inoki, who is more or less the the Triple H of yes. New yeah. Japan, said, "You look stupid. Take that off." And and that was the end of the gimmick. 
Yeah, you don't mess with that guy. <laughs> There's it, a lot of people in New Japan you don't mess with, period. He, didn't, who the hell, didn't he beat the crap out of some guy that went to sell for him? Back uh, in the, day? the great Antonio. Oh, yeah. The great yeah. Antonio didn't sell for him, so Antonio Noki literally beat the crap out of him. In a match, yeah, in the in the same match, he wasn't selling for him. So it was, oh yeah, the so big funny. guy, he would just hit his belly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? NWO was from New Japan, also. NWO started in New Japan, and, and that's a that's a big one of the biggest things ever in wrestling and American wrestling, and that's another product of Japan, New mm-hmm. Japan. And and again, like if if you go back, people, another argument people will give me is NXT. When NXT took like took off, the the match that started it uh, was Shinsuke uh, was essentially when Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke versus Sami Zayn, Texas. Yes, and that uh, that was what started the the modern NXT blow up was him and Asuka. And and the women's division is separate because New Japan is starting his thing with Stardom, but it's it's just starting. Um, But but Shinsuke is the one who essentially made. NXT, you can talk about Finn's uh, Finn kind of getting over, but again, Finn was signed from New Japan. Yeah. Yes, and the the modern day kind of revival until recently of WWE was in the Royal Rumble when AJ Styles showed up. AJ Styles was pretty much a dead character yeah. uh, when he when he left Impact. I loved him in TNA. He was so. Right. Oh, but man. but yeah. at his end, they they saddled him with like this weird getting drugged affair storyline. Yeah, uh, the new Nature Boy, which is completely against his. He was he was that pretty was much dead. The oddest thing. And then <laughs> New Japan revitalized him, and he had the he had a match with Shinsuke, which is probably the top in the top ten greatest matches of all time. Um, I, and that was it's just a hard hitting match. Like they literally. Uh, were they were actually kicking each other like they they weren't holding anything back um and the end of that match you just when shinsuke it, it's the bumaye in japan it's the kinshasa here hits it to the back of his head and to the front it's just it was it was such a beautiful match and and without that there's no way wwe would have signed aj there, there's no chance i thought that when he left tna because i wasn't familiar with the new japan i go what a waste you know, he. I'm like, God damn, like, but he, he was really loyal to TNA and everything, and they, you know, sort of screwed him over. And then I'm watching WWE, and like, someone's like, "Hey, AJ Styles." It was like, and I'm like, "What the hell?" I'm like, I thought he was. Go- I I thought he retired, but he's so talented, man. New Japan is like the fountain of youth. It yep. it just revitalizes people, and every, yep. everything I every person like old school wrestler and stuff you know i love jim Cornette because he's a trash talker but you hear him talk and you tell he he tells so many awesome stories about new japan mm-hmm. and it's awesome he they he talks better about new japan than than uh most uh organizations today right just it's proof nxt proved that if you just wrestle and you have good matches you become popular that that's why uh, Vince tried to take it away from Triple H because he's starting to get popular and he mm-hmm. wants to put his little spin on it. And but if you just wrestle and you have great matches, who cares about all the drama on the outside? That's what I like about New Japan: the drama's in the ring. Right, old school. Let's talk on the mics. Uh, let's get jumped and not have my partners come and rescue me. Lij, 
and but I love it. It's just it's what wrestling, in my opinion, should be. It's like and uh, and to to kind of get it to to the modern day stuff and and for the new people who've been New Japan fans for for a while, we're going to get into some of the modern stuff. Uh, to me, to me, the Royal Rumble had always been uh, the the biggest gimmick, the the most fun thing to watch for a long time. But they they've they've kind of dropped the ball a little bit recently um, in a not letting Shinsuke win the belt. Again, there's probably personal things in there, Um, but then the Seth Brock match, not being the main event when he won it being the curtain jerker for mania or even for when Randy won, when Randy versus brain, not being the main event though, that 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 match should never main evented or that should have been the first match overall. Just in hindsight, Right, but Randy won the Royal Rumble, and he wasn't the main event for right. the WrestleMania. He won the Royal Rumble before. The last and I mean, McIntyre, uh, McIntyre, and uh, Brock, Brock shouldn't have been the main event. It should have been Taker AJ this year. Um, but uh, hindsight being what it is, the G one climax is to me the most exciting thing in wrestling. Uh, and for the, those of you who who are just joining us, they're trying to get to know New Japan. Uh, the G1 Climax is it's a combination of the the King of the Ring mixed with Money in the Bank. Um, so it's uh, one month, uh, 91 matches, uh, where you, you separate it into, uh, into pods uh, of 12 people. Uh, and it's the, the 12 biggest stars in New Japan at the time. Well, uh, usually it's the... 11 biggest stars and, and Yano in one block. And then, um, the, <laughs> then 12 other stars in, mean, the, in the other block. Um, Yano one block. Yano is a big star. <laughs> so, so Yano is, Yano's an interesting, is it's hard to describe Yano. It's, it's imagine if Gilberg didn't lose all the time and because of it got over. Um, so, so like, for example, <laughs> Uh, his first round, his first round of the G one this year, he he duct taped a guy to one of the ring attendants and then got back in the ring before he got counted out. That, that's how he won his match. He won two matches like that. Yes, he's won two <laughs> matches. Like, yes. Uh, so so you take these these uh, twenty four wrestlers, you separate them into two pods, and then everybody wrestles each other in the pods. You get two points for a win, uh, one point for a draw, or, or zero for uh, a loss, and then whoever wins that pod gets uh gets a briefcase that guarantees them uh a match for the title of their choice at uh wrestle kingdom which is their wrestlemania um and what the caveat is that the world champion is in this uh, tournament as well so if the champion wins he gets to choose his opponent at wrestle kingdom as well. right um and and this year there's there's a lot of very interesting uh storylines uh so in so we're we're kind of gonna get into um uh i think we it's best if we go through uh all 24 wrestlers in each block and kind of say what's going on with them um so so first is in in block a there there's currently it's is it a five or is it a six-way tie uh so it's a a five-way tie uh for for first place um and and nobody is undefeated this year. Usually, so for example, last year John Moxley was undefeated through uh, five, ma- I don't know, four matches. Through through four matches, yes. and then 
Again, Yano duct taped him to a ring post, and he got <laughs> no. He out. duct taped him to his to Shooter, which he was oh, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. young lion that Moxley just brought. In. He just you know put under his wing for for laughs and giggles. Right. Then Yano taped them <laughs> taped them together right. outside the ring, and uh, twenty counts later, he won. <laughs> and and also just just a, a heads up, uh, the G one is a little bit different this year because um, certain foreign wrestlers weren't allowed into the country um john moxley uh, or jonathan good being one of them uh as his his wife did have a, a battle with covid so he would have had to go through a significant quarantine uh before he he was able to wrestle um but several of them were just just allowed in uh so so the five-way tie in black a is between tai chi uh, Jay White, Will Ospreay, <gasps> Minoru Suzuki, and Kota Ibushi. Um, so, so starting with Tai Chi, uh, Tai Chi is another wrestler that I don't know if he would get over in America. Um, he's essentially an anime character. If he was a wrestler, he comes to the ring wearing an opera mask and, oh, and yeah. singing. Uh, it's he's like their Fandango. No, I wouldn't say that because well, I mean, even like then, the way like he dresses up, and... his escort is really cool, right? Yeah, and, I mean, so it's and it's an ongoing joke that his matches always have to go longer because he starts in full pants and then rips them off to shorts during the matches, okay. um, like Phantom the Opera type guy looking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. he's he's so uh, he's so charismatic though that it works. And, and I know Keish, you're not you're not a fan of him. Well, I'm 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 not a fan of the uh, theatrics, but for a guy who's been passed down like the metal glove, I forget who the guy was, but the metal glove of the last for uh, uh, another gimmick weapon for him, right? And he also is you know tag team. He's the uh, heavyweight champion tag teams with Zack Saber Junior. I believe. Yes. So, yeah, um, and he's in Suzuki Goon still. Correct. Suzuki, he's still in Suzuki Goon, and he was the trainer for Naito before Naito became Naito. So mm-hmm. he has a lot of history for sure. Um, <laughs> his matches are not the most fun, but they're the most methodical for sure, and they're fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so, so the next one is, is someone that all of us will have some God stuff to say. Damn. I'm already looking at it. Jay um, so, so Jay White. Uh, Jay White has kind of been thrust into a prominent role. Uh, he is the, the fourth leader of, of the Bullet Club. Uh, the Bullet Club's first leader, leader was uh, Frugal Devitt, who became Finn Bauer, a big name in professional wrestling. Second one, AJ Styles, big name before, uh, probably in the, the biggest feud other than Sasha Banks and Bailey at the time in WWE. Yes. Big name. Third one, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest in-ring workers uh, that's around today. He, he's got mm-hmm. like, he's the, you know, the, the theatrics and everything, but right. he just, he knows how to, oh, God. I Huge know. name. Uh, and then you have Switchblade Jay White, um, <laughs> who is, uh, so he's a Kiwi wrestler uh, from New Zealand, and if if you're trying to get into New Japan and you're just trying to watch a random match and it ends up coming up with a Jay White match, just just go to the next one. He's the only wrestler. I, I say Zack Saber Junior too, but I I know that there's detractors against me. Um, but <laughs> yes. Jay White is just he's so boring to watch. He he has this weird. I guess it's the closest is Sammy Callahan to his gimmick in America. He's like. 
a skinny, boring Sammy he Callahan. Dresses like a weird pirate. Like he, like I don't know, man. He looks like he dresses like somebody out of Assassin's Creed. Like those types of like from right. uh, yeah, just weird. And well, it sucks. And his his he sure is manager. So. <laughs> oh, <Gator. yeah. laughs> oh, so there's a strong thing. Uh, we'll post it in video of something if a picture of me and the picture of we were Gato. live in uh, San Jose. <laughs> And uh, Craig here goes, uh, hey, Keish, what are you doing managing? And I look out the ring, and I'm like, he's not – did you wear a fedora? And I look, yeah. Keish is right next to me. So, <laughs> so Gato, who is uh, a Jay White's manager, looks looks very similar to one of the co-hosts. And he was the, the manager of Okada yes. at one point, and then he, he turned it, – it's – if when Paul Heyman turned on Rob Van Dam – in WWECW, but if it if people were still watching, um, is is what happened. It's it's the most over face manager of, in the company. Just all of a sudden, like aligning himself with the biggest heel faction. But they have to give him to Jay White because Jay is not no interesting. charisma. He's no charisma. His yeah, matches suck. His, it's, he has a look like that guy from uh, he was champion. Uh, he's married to Becky Lynch. What's his name? Oh, oh Seth. Seth Rollins. He looks like Seth Rollins. He do, he doesn't have nearly the but, the skill or you know like the hair. Yeah, he and, has the greaseball hair. Yeah, because his look doesn't fit. Switch the word switchblade. Right. I heard the last switchblade was like a rugged, long beard dude. Yeah, and now he's and this now baby he has face. A, now it's this baby face with a goatee <laughs> and greasy hair. Um, and I I wish he was still quarantined in New Zealand. The G one would have been much better. Um, and then, then the next one is Will Ospreay, who who we've talked awesome. about is yes. he's great in ring performer. He's he's one of the most uh, exciting people that you could ever watch. And the interesting story with Will Ospreay is that Ospreay has been uh, he's been essentially what Neville was in the cruiserweight division. Ooh, actually, that's that's a really good where comparison. he was he was essentially like the big over guy for the junior heavyweight for for years, and nobody could touch him. And then when he dropped the belt, he 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 was injured uh, in the match and went away. And when he came back, he's been on this tear as a, as a singles wrestler. And he's in the chaos group with uh, with Okada. And and one of the kind of underground rumblings is, w- what does it mean if Osprey finishes above Okada in the in the G one this year? And the fact that they. They do have him over Okada, and I forgot what day uh, their their match is, but that's that's going to be one of the, the matches of the tournament. Uh, Okada against Osprey? Mm-hmm. I think right it's there? the 16th. Yeah, it's, it's the 17th. Night 17. So that's going to be – so that's the, uh, the finale of the A block, which is going to be a huge night anyway. Um, Although that's like – I really hope that's for a spot – for the spot for the final night. Right. And and we're going to get into our predictions at, at the end of this. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll kind of leave it to, to Quiche for our next one. Oh, because Minoru the, is, mm. is also at the top of A block right yes, now. Yes, Minoru Suzuki has six points. He's, of course, the leader of Suzuki-gun, if you guys didn't suspect because of the last name. But this guy, oh, man, if you want something hard-hitting and if you want someone that if you can put, like, William Regal and who's another hard hitting just a just a hard hitting wrestler Finley Finley together Finley yeah and you make him Asian that's Minoru Suzuki right like 
he there's no flash into his the, into his uh his his matches. He'll put you in holes and just make you suffer. And other than his haircut. Other than his haircut. Oh my, yeah, his haircut. Looks and like his best entrance. Best entrance. It looked like Muhammad Ali song. tried to cut someone's hair back yeah, in it's, the day. It's uh, it's essentially uh, if you remember the the game master that Will Bentley played in um in the Hunger Games movie, his beard. That's that's Manuro's haircut. <laughs> Uh, and, and the the last person tied for the top of the block is uh, is Kota Ibushi. The last one who won last year. Uh, Kota Ibushi won last year, uh, and then in controversial fashion, uh, they had the, kind of this big four person feud uh, between Okada, Naito, uh, Jay White, unfortunately, and uh, and Ibushi, where it was a, a winner takes all both titles. So there there are people. Who clamored that Abushi never got his got his rightful title match? Uh, he he did have a title match yes, against Okada, Okada night one, night one. Um, but it's it's one of those things where people feel it was overshadowed because typically the G one climax winner gets a main event slot uh, against the world. Yeah, champion. I had my first Wrestle Kingdom, and mm-hmm. he's a really good wrestler, and he's he's amazing. If if you look on YouTube, uh, there's a match of him against a blow up dummy that is oh yes that is. Probably one of the the best. It's it's better than probably ninety five percent of WWE matches, um, and it's it's amazing. Uh, and then going to the sole person who is below this is Okada. Kazuchika Okada, um, who they they did some interesting things with with Okada already in that he did lose to uh, to uh, to Ibushi. Uh, he did lose to Jay White, unfortunately, in a match that was rough. But then he just kind of ran roughshod over Taichi, who was the the leader of the block at that point, and, and he beat Takahashi, who is also getting an interesting story that that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but below them, with with two points, is Shingo Takagi, uh, Tamahiro Ishii, and, and Jeff Cobb. Uh, so Shingo is also one that will defer to Kish because he's with your boys. Yeah, so. L.I.J. And, you know, he was when he first got into New Japan, he was the biggest <laughs> what, uh, super junior ever. Yeah, he it was. <laughs> it, it was It was kind of like when Samoa Joe was in the X Division and just, like, eight people. Yeah, that's what it was for the longest time until he met Will Ospreay in that tournament, mm-hmm. um, which he knocked off Shingo's uh, winning streak. But Shingo is, I believe, he was the Neverweight champion coming in, but Minoru took the belt from him before the, turtle, uh, right, the I, tournament. I think it was right before it started. Yeah, right right before it started, because I remember watching that. Because I, I thought Shingo was going to win that, because what better way to build a new star than beating Minoru Suzuki? And that didn't go the way I thought it would do, but I love both those both these men, so I, I don't mind either one not having the title, either one having the title. It's just really weird that Shingo only has two points, and it just seems that ever since he left the junior division, he's not been super dominant. He's right. only been dominant in tag teams, and it just shows when when he had the, the Neverweight 3-3 three, three man, and uh, I don't know if they'll ever put Sonata and Shingo together as a tag team, if that will ever happen, but we'll see. But Shingo is I, he's something to watch over, but he is one of the more older um, veterans in this tournament. Before we leave Block A, I just want to say that Okada has the best uh, uh, like 
outfit or whatever right. when he walks to the ring. You got to see this and, thing. It's, and just the thing, it's like there's, there's, so the gimmicks in New Japan are, they take it very seriously. Um, so, so Okada's is, is the rainmaker, and but it's not. So it's like this rich aristocrat type thing. But it's it's not like Ted DiBiase where it's this joke. It's that he's kind of this uh, that he's been able to afford the best, and he's become the best at everything. Uh, Shingo is is the dragon, and he comes out with a full dragon face mask. Um, and it's they get very into the characters. There's yeah. the robe characters. too that Shingo wears is a dragon print mm-hmm. that leads all the way up to his face mask because his hood goes over his head, so it looks like he's a dragon in a hood. And there's <laughs> yeah, and there's and there's gimmicks that are passed on from generation. Like we're on our fourth tiger mask, yes. and it's it's something that it's it's more prideful uh, than than kind of the WWE gimmicks, except for when The Fiend is kind of at his height. Um, so next up is uh, Tamahiro Ishii, uh, who's a member of Chaos. And and yes, his nickname is the Pitbull, because if you think of what a, a Japanese human Pitbull would look like, that's essentially what Ishii looks like. Uh, his head's gigantic. Yep, It's yep, crazy, because I'm 5'7", and I'm taller than him. Yeah, he's, and I have a picture with him, and I'm... A good few inches taller than him. It's but, crazy. Uh, imagine if the the cruiserweight somebody of a cruiserweight size in the WWE was strong enough to pull off a vertical stalling brainbuster, which is his finishing move, and it's it's amazing how much strength this guy has. And so all the factions have what's essentially like their well, Folly probably says it best. It's, it's their underboss. It's like their enforcer. That's their their little terrier. That's there to the sergeant to stop at arms, right? Yep. Right. And Ishii is is essentially that for uh, for chaos. It's that it's it's you ha- to get to Okada or Osprey or or kind of those are the the two big leaders. Is you have to go through him, and and Shingo is is more or less that for. Lij now without evil who we'll get to it we'll get to in in B block, um, for uh, for Lij uh, so it's very interesting to to see them um, and then the other person with with uh, with two points is Jeff Cobb Mr Athletic who who again made made a lot of noise recently because both AEW and WWE tried to sign him when his contract came yeah, up. Yeah, he's from a Ring of Honor, right? Right. That's where I saw that's him. Really odd because he showed up on AEW for like two nights mm-hmm. as the enforcer, then out of nowhere, here comes Jack Swagger or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but I just remember seeing him then, then he disappeared. I and, think I think it's because at the time AEW was working with New Japan yeah. And then, and then there was still. a little falling out. With, there was yeah, a there was a falling out yes. that uh, there's different stories. Some people say it's because uh, they didn't let Tanahashi beat Jericho to get the AEW title shot. Um, there's 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 <laughs> rumors that it was that they weren't going to release Omega to come back to New Japan. It it was a whole bunch of things, but essentially. The only person who's been immune to that has been John Moxley, who said more or less, "I'm gone if you try to to hold me down." Yeah, he's the biggest thing in wrestling, so he can just call. he can he can make demands right yeah. now. Yes, I, you know, not to get away from, real quick from the mm-hmm. A block, but of course, I think that before the whole COVID thing, 
you know, you were saying, uh, we were talking another time about New Japan's going to make it big in, in America. You know, right. we see, you know, and I thought that AW was going to be like one of those doors to start introducing them. I think I think COVID. I think without COVID, New Japan would be the second biggest promotion in America right now. Yeah, it's it's awesome. All right, guys. Uh, and and it, but just to, to kind of talk, get back to A Block. Jeff Cobb turned down some big money offers to be essentially in the bottom of the card in the G One, which should show you how much uh, kind of respect that uh, that these people have. And the last one is uh, Yujiro Takahashi. Um, not to be confused with uh, Haramu Takahashi, who we talked about a little bit later, or a little bit earlier. Uh, so Yujiro is interesting. So he is is more or less known as kind of the playboy of the Bullet Club. He comes out with uh, kind of their their female um, their female ring girl, and he's supposed to be this big playboy. Yeah, he's but, called the Tokyo Pimp. <laughs> but the the thing that's going interestingly with him is that now the Bullet Club is starting to kind of look inward at each other, and the fact that they've given him zero points, he's I mean he's had a he's had a tough run so far. He lost to uh, Okada, Will Osprey, uh, Suzuki, and Taichi. So it's all people who are are high up. It's uh, three people who are tied for the top slot, and then Okada. But at the same time with the Bullet Club kind of splintering after something we'll talk about when we get to the B block. Um, it's it's very interesting that one of the the longest standing members of the Bullet Club is is the only person left in the tournament who who has zero points. Yeah, it's interesting because he had a feud with Okada right before this, and mm-hmm. though it was it was a hard feud to take seriously because one he. Right. He's considered a uh, a junior heavyweight as well, um, most of the time, to my knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's he considered that, and like you know, knowing as a Tokyo pimp, he's always teared up with. Um, I, I always call him the fat version of Sami Zayn. Um, oh, Chase Owens. Chase Owens, and just all the other underlings of Bullet Club, and he's never gotten like a push. Like even with when it comes to never open weight the triple team or the cruiserweight title attacking uh, titles. He's never been around right. or even like held a stone to like, Oh, we should take him seriously. I mean, Peter is, yeah, she's amazing. She's pushed a lot more than he is for, for reasons. Yeah. Um, he's the iron Mike sharp of a uh, bullet yeah. club. <laughs> Basically. Well, they, you all need those guys, you know, to, you know, to, to fill, fill gaps and, right. you know, and it's, but it's, interesting to see what's going to become of the bullet club after this tournament um so so that's a block um in b block there there are only three leaders and it's it's a very very interesting mix uh so so the overall leader of course is tetsuya naito the world heavyweight uh, and intercontinental yes. champion so it's and and probably i i would say the biggest baby face in wrestling mm-hmm. um that just he's super over, uh, super well known, uh, and we we've kind of touched on him already. Uh, so we're going to go to another person that is that we've touched on, but is in an interesting spot, and that is Yano. Is currently tied for the lead with six points, holding a, a win over uh, over Tanahashi, who we haven't talked about, but but we will get to and why that's so shocking. 
Uh, he has a win over Sonata, who we'll get to. A win over Evil, who is the former World and Intercontinental Champion uh, like two months ago. Yes. And this is a guy who wins most of his matches uh, by cheating. Uh, so <laughs> if, you, if you look at it, most of the matches, uh, they're averaging about 15 minutes or so. His longest match in the tournament is 7 minutes it's and 15, 15 seconds. seconds. <laughs> Dude, he's, so, he's fun to watch. I like <laughs> So, So, for example, in one of his matches, the entire match he spent trying to take the turnbuckle covers over off. Like, he spent the entire match trying to do that. And then his partner got flung into them, and he used it, his body to block it. And then, and then stole the referee so he couldn't make the count. It's He's... A comedy character that's done in a fun way, but has some menace because he's not an idiot. It's like, so if Santino wasn't an idiot. Yeah, if it's, Santino was a threat to a higher mid-card than he was. Like, when he held the, IT t- the ICTI t- uh, championship, it wasn't taken seriously. No one took that championship right. seriously. Even when he had the honky meter, it wasn't taken seriously. With Yana, like, it's it makes you always think, it's like, how did he just win and he won that way and the great thing about yano he gets the crowd into it mm-hmm. though you're not supposed to clap that loud or chant he kind of like eggs the crowd on of clapping and chanting and the stuff he does before matches of wanting to shake people's hand he has the hand sanitizer spray so he goes to his opponents and hand sanitizes his hands before locking up with him gives him Promotional DVDs, his own shirts. Yeah, he brings he brings pro wrestle <laughs> T-shirts Mick and gives them. When too. Mick Foley sort of became good, you remember he mm-hmm. handing out the shirts. And yeah, like, he's really fun to watch. I like him. Uh, and then we have Juice Robinson. Who, oh, I love Juice. Oh Robinson. my god, is, is another one that that we're split on. Uh, I, Juice, I, I, probably of all of these characters, he's one of the probably the most well known in America because he kind of started in the indie scene. Yes, uh, around America, he's. Primarily was known as uh, a tag team guy, uh, and then got over um, his his partner got injured, and he got over during that time. Uh, and he's, he got over a lot. It's not even just got over; he got over like yeah. Becky Lynch got over. Yeah, he's <laughs> in a different country. <laughs> but to me, he's he's X Pac to me. He will always be X Pac to me. Where he's <laughs> he's a joke character, and it's. A little bit too much joke. It's it's like when X Pac did the Bronco Buster for the 18th time in a match, and we're like, okay, we we've seen it. We can we can get over that's, and it hasn't. The Japanese crowds haven't gotten over it yet, but but I I have. I, I don't know about where you guys are at with him. Go ahead. I, I go ahead. I, I like him a lot. I don't know why. When I saw him, I go, this guy's a douchebag. He looks like he looked like three of my frat boy friends that I grew up with. He's horrible. I mean, he's, he's, he wrestles good. Everything about him should give you a headache when you see him. His outfits, everything. He dresses like uh, like Alice in Wonderland had like a strip club. At, at one time, he would come <laughs> like, to the ring with uh, a coat that was covered in Beanie Babies. Oh yeah, he's <sighs> he's so horrible. I like him. I, okay, I watch him all day over Jay White. I mean, but that's that's not <laughs> well. That's not saying a that's lot. That's not saying much. So for me, but. for Juice Robinson, I would say if if Zack Ryder got his push that he deserved, 
this is the ceiling of Zack Ryder's push, basically. Like, he, I get it. I get why he was popular. He looked... He had a certain look when he was dressing all white like a random-looking pirate. Now he's coming out his, in his the... His fake Eminem pirate yeah, fake, years. Eminem fake pirate gear. Now he's coming out as a blues brother like, in, like, torn, like, you know, suits and with the shades and the same blues brother hat. Just for me, like, I get it. He's a good wrestler. I just don't need all the yelling. He, he's <laughs> a need all the he's a mid carter that he's a guy you have there just to like spice things up in the middle so you don't have a boring mat you know i don't see him where he's at like right. i really don't believe he should be where he's at with points i think he's a mid carter and you know it's like uh, launching fireworks you know it's like yep. pew, 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 because but he's he's too weird and he's like me he's just weird right but, he uh, he needs to say in the tag division. To, to me, at least, he needs to. I'll give him this though. He he didn't complain when he had to drop the US title to Moxley. So right. I'll I'll give him that. Juice knows when things are hot. He knows he get he gets the pulse for sure. I uh, just for he me, puts the I mean, business yeah. for, first, yes. and that's why they give him a push because no matter what they ask him to do, he does it. And when you got a guy like that. You're gonna give him a little push here and there, you know. He's and he's dating Tony Storm. That's as much and of a push as the guy needs. Champions with um, Finley Junior. Are when, they still champions? No, when they were before his. I thought you were talking about his partner getting injured. Uh, he was his partner at that time. Right. So it's like Juice Robinson is. We we all get it. We, he's a good wrestler. There's yeah. a lot of pluses and minuses depending but on there who needs you are. To be a ceiling. There's got to be yeah. a ceiling. I really hope he does find his niche of being a serious wrestler. Not, not that I'm not taking him seriously. It's just I don't see him going after Okada, Naito, right. or even as of right now, Taichi. So. <laughs> and him and uh, Finley got wrecked by Archer. It's like, you know. Oh, that was hilarious. Finley Jr., not Finley Jr. Finley Jr. <laughs> and the, the middle block is, uh, is a very interesting place. Uh, so the people with four points, the, the top one is, uh, is Kenta who most people in America will remember as Hideo Itami, um, who, again, in America was a fantastic worker, but Vince didn't like him because he was too small and because he was Japanese. But he was the, he's the man who came up with uh, the go to sleep. Um, and it was kind of, uh, he was probably one of the biggest shock moments of 2019 in Japan uh, where it's, so it's essentially imagine if Chris Jericho came back to WWE and so he's celebrated, he's over and all of this. Then all of a sudden he nailed, he punched Becky Lynch in the face and joined (laughs) and joined with like the Monday night Messiah faction. Uh, is what Kenta did. Uh, when he came back to Japan, it was this huge celebration, and he was trained uh, by by a man who's, whose career is done. Uh, they they keep teasing that he's going to come back, but Shibata is is done. Is he can't the man the man shredded his neck worse than much worse than Edge's injury, uh, and he's done. And it was this big thing that they were that they were friends and that. Shibata had brought Kenta back to the company and then Kenta turned on all of New Japan, joined the Bullet Club to get the Neverweight Open Championship in kind of this open slap of the face and they, they even had Shibata come out and take uh, and take a few bumps to, to sell it and it was this huge shocking moment that, that Kenta 
uh, and how they told it in storyline was that Kenta had fallen in love with American culture and had turned his back on on the Japanese style of wrestling while while he was here. Yeah, on that on that turn against Shibata, like we all gasped, and I think the gasp came from the TV as well. Mm-hmm. Like while watching, but you it, could you could you hear can, the audience. You can hear just like people are like, "This guy is actually hitting a guy that shouldn't be even getting hit." And of course, at the end when he sat cross like on top of Shibata, which is Kenta's pose, and Shibata's supposed to be to posing behind him, like the Steiner brothers, mm-hmm. where you know um, one's on the on fours and one's above him. So for Kenta to sit on top of his chest, like cross-legged, with all of Bullet Club around him, right. celebrating, it was a tough thing to see, but it was a very, very strong moment. Uh, to also put for Kenta, he does have the money in the bank for the U.S. title uh, right. waiting. So he's waiting for Moxie to come back to um, to get that title. I just don't understand why Moxie can't just fly to LA and Kenta can fight him there, but that's a whole different story from there's, there. <laughs> there's some rumors that they're trying to figure out how to have that match, because it's it's going to be an amazing match. It won't be in California now with all no. the rules and True. stuff no. we have here. Uh, and then uh, you have Zack Sabre Jr., who who I've made my oh. feelings very well known. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a very he's in Suzuki Goon, very technical wrestler. Um, currently half of uh, the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Yes. Uh, kind of known uh, more in Britain. He's he's one of these, there's a, there's kind of this working relationship between several of the big British companies. Yeah, and, he has one of their titles, right? Their... Yes. Or he did. I don't know if he still does. I think he does because he doesn't, he's not wearing that, he's not wearing the tag team belt around his waist when he comes out. Right. And yeah, he's it's, I mean, it's fine. It's just so. Imagine if CM Punk's like straight edge gimmick, like was on your last nerve, and that is Zack Saber to me because he he pushes he pushes the vegan lifestyle. He pushes the the technical mat. It just it gets to me, and I'm I, I've been I was never really big with him. Uh, but I I don't know where where you guys set with I, him. I know they call him the submission master, but it's like too much. Like, you know, uh, what's his name before he took out his whole family? Uh, Benoit, right? Benoit. He was all about that stuff, but he wasn't boring. Like, he just tries to. It, it it just gets too slow. It's methodical. It's like, I don't know. It just like it, his fights don't really excite me. It's like. When there were rumors that he was that he was going to beat Okada for the belt, I I was terrified. So for me and Zack Sabre Jr., I have a totally different right. viewpoint. Yeah. Of course, totally. I'm one of the few people that like Zack Sabre Jr. My first encounter with him was, of course, the Cruiserweight uh, tournament in WWE when Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. were in that tournament. Of course, um, I always saw him as what I thought William Regal could ever could be if he was at if he was in perfect shape and just talk a little crap. So I love the technical part of wrestling, and of course, like loving Minoru Suzuki, it's it's hard not to like another person like him. He's got those those twiggy legs, uh... those super strong long arms, super long legs. The way he can like manipulate you and and just like make you fall in pain, and he's hardly work. It feels like he's hardly working, and he's destroying you. That's why I love him. I think if he develops some charisma, he puts you know what I mean. Then he'll be more likable. I just think his. It's like uh, it's like if you're just eating white bread, mm-hmm. you know. It's like you know what I mean. It's just if you're a fed, little. If you're fed the same thing, and you can like that thing, 
But if you're fed it over and over again. Yeah, he's get, like a cocky teenager, not a cocky adult. If or he can cocky get man. somebody to like, get a, you know, like someone in his corner, a man, somebody to to liven him up. I think that's what he needs. Because Which are, that's why I thought, um, dang it, uh, Michinoku, Mich, uh, Taka Michinoku was there for. I think because when he was introducing Zack Sabre Jr., I was super juiced. I'm like, this and, is perfect. And yes, we, we are talking about uh, Funaki's Kayentai tag team partner, <laughs> Taka Michinoku, who is still wrestling in New Japan and, and rest, putting on very good, good matches. matches. Yeah. And he passed down his move to Zack Sabre Jr. That's, that's, there's so many things about Zack Sabre Jr. I love that most people don't. <laughs> so. well, well, he's still really young, right? He's like, yeah, I think he's 27, I want to say. Uh, 1933. Yeah. So he he just looks much younger than than he is. I I think he still has time if he if he can get like a gimmick or something that that livens him up. You know what I mean? Like this is where some of Vince McMahon's mm-hmm. little magic would help somebody like him. But makes it what makes it hard is he's a year older than Okada. Yeah, he, uh, it's just in New Japan. It's it's hard to it's. Just Okada's still so young. It's just and and I don't want to say that Okada's like like year of terror, yeah. Triple H, like holding onto the belt. Okada takes significant times away from the belt, but it's like when you have him, you can't keep him out of the main event picture for Too forever. Long. I uh, think for Zack Sabre Junior is there's he doesn't have a presence coming to the ring. Kenta has a presence. Juice Robinson has a presence. Yano has a presence. Yeah. Nice. Zack Sabre comes comes to the ring. He looks like a wannabe Fonz. Yep. See, when he's doing his moves <laughs> too, and he celebrates, it doesn't. He doesn't sell it. It just doesn't. But that's the the know. wannabe Fonz thing. It kind of hits the nail on the head. It's like the worst of Finn Balor when he was like the white meat baby face when he wouldn't come out as as the demon and he's just like smiling and like that's. Imagine that, but even you didn't have like the gay pride thing or, or anything. He just he doesn't have anything. Yeah, yeah. He just he needs something. Some you know. He just needs a little. He just needs a presence about him. Like he, when he's in the ring, is Zack Sabre Junior. When he's outside the ring, he could just be another lanky dude. Right. Yeah. So and and also also with four points is Evil, who oh. is in a, a very very interesting spot. Evil is, I think, the only. New Japan person who's been mentioned on WWE TV in like 30 years because he is engaged to current NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai. Um, but so again, he was in LIJ, uh, kind of their their guard dog for for a long time, protecting One of the Naito. Few founding members too. Yeah, he he was the founding oh yeah, was the founding. Him, so it was him and Naito. Members. It was this this huge thing where they were they were best friends, and then. It just it turned heel, and it was this sudden. And and you would think evil, like it's obviously a heel name, but he he'd been a face for years, and it just all of a sudden he he turned on Lij, joined Bullet Club, won both titles, the the world and IC title, uh, and that's kind of been an up and down road where it's kind of this three way fight for power in the Bullet Club between Kenta. Evil and uh, and Jay. Jay White because Jay hasn't has obviously been been stuck in New Zealand and he sells it he, like he when I saw him do that I'm like oh my god I genuinely like then he he's you know what it reminded me of remember when uh, what's his name uh, Andre the Giant finally got sick of uh, 
Hulk Hogan and he turned, you know, he it's ripped like, his shirt off. I sort of see him like, uh, you know, he's like, hey, you know, like I've been your guard dog forever. Now it's my turn. I'm sick of uh, always, you know, being the guy that, you know, that, that, you know, I'm a star, but I'm not up here. You can totally see why he turned, like, you know, gimmick wise, why he turned and stuff. And I really like evil now. Um, one of the biggest reasons why his entrances are not super long anymore. Right. So the whole gothic scythe thing is gone, which is lot. It, it was super hokey watching it. it like it, with, it, with Lij, it totally makes if, sense. If he was with the group, it was fine. <laughs> it but was when fine. it was just him, it. So imagine if like, imagine if Taker didn't like did the big entrance for every match. Yeah. Like he had the druids and everything for every single match. Even for like a house show. <laughs> it's yeah. just it was just super long. But evil he's he's a hell of a worker for sure. Uh, but yeah, he is an interesting situation because like he has some losses to people that it doesn't make sense for a guy who's a former world heavyweight intercontinental champion. Yeah, as you said, two months ago, and it's like Yeah, August August twenty ninth. So at the, the very end of August was when he dropped both belts. Which is insane that he's he's in the four point block uh and then kind of always the wild card of every g1 climax uh hiroshi tanahashi Uh, he's awesome hiroshi is the john cena of new japan yes people have wanted to have that match for years it's just he's been so devoted to this company he's been kind of the the standing block he's he's been known as the ace of the company for years he's 43 he looks so young he he looks so young and he still wrestles so well um and it's it's amazing and his story is that every g1 people people say this is the year that he's done this is the year that he's not going to win a match and they kind of played with that this year in that he lost his first uh, his first two matches um and one of those was was to naito which was insane. Uh, and then he, he started to come back. He handed Juice Robinson his first loss, and he's, he's kind of gotten that mojo again. Um, and also, this Tanahashi won the G1 two years ago. Yes. So it's, it's not like he's done done, but it's, it's like it, it, he's always there. He's always kind of lurking and it's cool right now with this storyline continuing from from the last event because tanahashi and bushi uh koto bushi were the world heavyweight tag team champions mm-hmm. before taichi and zack sabre Jr. took them off and the one person that was pinned in all those matches was tanahashi and tanahashi there before the g1 blamed himself for losing the titles to koto bushi both times right and so for this to continue where it's like He's been on this decline beforehand. Now he's continued decline in singles division. Now it's it's interesting what they're gonna do with him because seeing that four there, it's it's he's it's cool. In the, he's in the middle of the block. If they switched his name and Kenta's name, wouldn't be as jarring right. <laughs> to be honest. But um, yeah, it's just really odd because I've never seen Tanahashi struggle like this. And right. he's it's not like he came off of injury. Like when he lost to um, uh, Minoru Suzuki for the IT title and he went away. He's coming off like straight up. He's coming off of a, what's been billed as the, yeah. the roughest If you watch him wrestler, wrestle, you would never think he's in his 40s. He's so good. I, I like him a lot. I just, when you know, even when he beat Liger and Ligers, he's just like, like his gimmick, everything. Uh, he, he's a, he seems like a really like, 
good guy. I like his style. I like everything about the guy. Right. Like I, well, I'll get to that later. But I, I like him a lot. Right. Um, and then uh, when we're getting into the to the two points, uh, Yoshihashi, uh, who he's currently he's part of the the six man never wait team. Yes. Correct. Well, for one of the chaos uh, crew, right. he he's one of the chaos factions. Uh, I can't. I can't definitively say this because I, I have no information to, to prove this, uh, but my feeling is that this was John Moxley's spot and they needed somebody. So they took somebody who's kind of perpetually, he's kind of over, he's, he's kind of a, an interesting guy. Um, he's, he's kind of like, he puts the chaos in chaos a little bit. Um, he sort of looks like the guy called Caveman. Yeah, he's... he's Strong ties to Shinsuke Nakamura. That's Strong ties really, to Shinsuke. Always, He's the closest that you'll see to to probably a luchador yes. in Japan. Um, but he, he still puts on great matches and stuff. But I feel like this could have gone someone else. This this could have gone. I mean, he. I totally agree. the The six man <laughs> the six man title. It, I'm just looking up now. That's his first uh, his first title in New Japan in 12 years. Um, I, I feel this was Moxley's spot before it was definitively said that he couldn't go to japan because so many people couldn't travel right so like they were probably scrambling but still like there's there's more people they could have put here like they could have like i hate to say it they could have put the young lion they're pushing in la um uh carl frederickson frederickson um in this plot it's just weird because yoshihashi he's never done well like the, the three g ones i've watched one he was left out of again. He was fighting to be in G one, and he was left out because he wasn't doing well that year. Then the year after, he won only two matches. I I thought this was going to be El Desperado because they they've oh, been pushing see, him. Been, they've been pushing him so strongly. <laughs> um, that's that's who I thought the spot was going to go. And I I don't want to want to feel like I'm kind of disparaging Yoshihashi. He's he's a great wrestler. He he's a great ring. In ring performer, it's but hard it's worker, yeah. when you have probably the the most talented group in wrestling since like mid eighties WWF, and you're only taking the top twenty four, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick some. Him in another promotion would be yeah, it, awesome. You know, in, in AEW, rude. he would be in the TNT title picture if not the world title picture it's just he he loves new japan and new japan's so deep i mean mm-hmm. there you go down the even if you don't know like me i'm still getting familiar with everybody but you watch these guys wrestle and you're like oh my, they're just so good right. even the the worst guy on here is, well except jay white but <laughs> yeah he is he's the one for sure that like for all for me at least he does stand out as that could have been someone else for sure right he should be wrestling someone's backyard and then you have you have a Roki go to the X Division God. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Neverweight God <laughs> uh, is. It also has two points. He's uh, another member uh, of Chaos. He, I would have equated him to to Evil, and uh, and Shingo probably is is the closest comparison. Um, where he he's not quite Ishi, where he's like he has to be the dog that's in the fight, but he's kind of the underboss. That you have to get through, and he's he's won this tournament before. Yes, um, and he he is an Intercontinental Champion, uh, former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, he's held the Neverweight Over Title, <laughs> Neverweight Open Title many times, and 
he's traded at with, with other chaos members and other mm-hmm. members. So it's weird to see him without a belt going to the G1 because he's one of the few people I've always remember seeing either having. Oh, he he is part of the never. He does have a belt. Yeah, he, he's part of the. He's part of <laughs> the, the never way of weight three man tag, which it is a serious belt in in New Japan. Yes, it, it, it sounds like a, a joke belt having a, a six man tag belt, but it's every belt in New Japan is is treated with reverence. Dirt. I watched uh, three man tag and other organizations. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. You watch these guys and their tags, everything, everything is uh, really crisp. They. That's what I really like about it is they take it seriously. It's not like, you know, like the gimmick matches, you know, like of over here in America that you can watch a, a you know, a six man tag or whatever. And it looks good. I'm, that's the one thing that I'm surprised, man. I, I, the more I watch, you know, of, of New Japan, the more serious I start taking wrestling. And now when I watch right. other stuff, I'm just like, oh, God, I'll just spend my time over here watching, you know, in my spare time. I don't got too much time, but I'll go right. I'd rather watch New Japan. And and just kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, if you, you go back to, to Wrestle Kingdom, and I had to look up that it it was two years ago, um, Goto had a had a hair versus hair match with Minoru Suzuki, which is, that's always kind of the big comedy spot in America. Everybody remembers Kurt Angle getting his head shaved by Edge or Molly Holly having to be, like, tied to the Vince chair McMahon to have her. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. this thing. But that match at their WrestleMania was treated so seriously and it gave Suzuki like this new darker edge when he lost. And it was, it, it's just treated. And I, I don't want to say that new Japan isn't fun, but it's like every match has stakes. Yeah. And this further solidified Godo at that time, because it was, it's been a while since he won the G one mm-hmm. as well as he's just been holding the neverweight title. And, people you know you would think this is his glass ceiling like he he won the g1 that's it he'll just be this glass ceiling that everyone else has to break through to get through and that's how i see him now it's not to put him down but if you can beat goto and beat him for a title that does mean something for sure nowadays because he's because um shingo's first single title he beat goto yeah, he's the number one. <laughs> he feels a lot like Kevin Owens to me. Yes, where you like put that. them in a feud to see how they fare, to see if they can handle the bigger things. New Japan still like you can watch it and you still go, oh, you know, you get mm-hmm. the same screams, you get everything. It's just a different type of excitement, you know, watching good moves. And then we have someone who we have purposely. <laughs> not talked about to now because all of us have very strong feelings about him uh which is sonata uh he's known as the the cold uh, the cold skull of new japan he's 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 the the epitome of everybody wants him to be put over but new japan keeps saying not yet and it's getting people people like ravenous for him um he oh. I mean, if, if you look at it, he came to TNA for, was it a month or two months? It was a while, because he was with John, James Storm for a while, for and, sure. Yeah, and they gave him the X Division Championship, this guy that they knew wasn't going to be a long-term prospect, but he's he's so over, and he's in so many storylines right now. He was in a long-standing kind of world's greatest tag team thing with Evil when he turned on LIJ. Um, he, he is kind of always been the backup for Naito 
in NLIJ, trying to support them, trying to, to do everything that's right. And then there was a, a thing after Wrestle Kingdom. Every member of LIJ held a title except for Sonata. Yes. Every single one. And Sonata lost his title match at Wrestle Kingdom. But he's so over. He's so fun to watch. And again, this year, they started off where it was, where it was a tease. He, they started him off in the block, losing to Goto. Losing to, the first night, he lost to Yano by being respectful. Yeah. Uh, so, so for those of you who don't know, um, Sonata has this thing that it's, uh, it's a comedy, but also awesome thing where it's called the paradox lock, where he essentially locks a guy in a hold where he's not holding them, but they can't move. It's so awesome seeing him wrap them up like a present. And he, he did that to Yano outside the ring. And then started to go inside the ring to win by countout, and then felt bad. Oh no, no, no! So what happened actually is that a young lion yeah. came and flipped over Yano, and <laughs> Sonata came out and like talked to young lion because like Sonata's always lost to Yano. I think he lost the last. It, three it's years. an ongoing joke, it's an ongoing joke that, 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 that Yano's the reason that Sonata never makes it to the finals. Yeah. So, so as the young lion flipped Yano over to get out. While he was talking to Young Lion, asking what he was doing, that's when Yano taped him to the Young Lion he was talking to. And the funny thing is, like, through the whole match, Sonata literally took every piece of tape out of uh, away from Yano. Like, it was a story. He he had tape before the match, the ref found it. Then in the lockup, while he had Yano's waist, he felt the tape in his waist, and the referee asked, he asked the referee to check it. So... Like Sonata would, took it seriously. He did not want to lose to uh, to Yano, uh, Sonata Giuliano again, but of course he did lose. But it was just really odd because right. we talked about it. I was like the best way for Sonata to get started in this G one, and oddly enough, is to beat Yano. Right, right. And he didn't, <laughs> and, and he lost to Yano the first night. Lost to lost to Gato. Uh, he's Yoshihashi's only loss. But then this week. He beat Naito, yes. the, the current reigning heavyweight and intercontinental champion who hadn't lost in the tournament yet, who was, who was looking dominant, just was destroyed, destroyed Tanahashi, beat, uh, beat Gato, beat Zack Sabre Jr. It, it was an incredible match, and Sonata won. It was, and uh, to me, this is, uh, this is why you have to watch every night of the G1, is that nothing is for granted. And and also to to kind of highlight it a little bit more, the last match, current and again these are always subject to change. But the last match of the last night of the G one is Sonata versus Evil, former tag Sonata team so partners, his, his long term tag team partner that uh, that everyone thought was uh, that they were kind of the best buddies, and then you. It's the Marty Jannetty through the glass moment, but but Evil never confronted Sonata. Sonata's never had that moment to confront him, and nor, then they, yeah, nor did Sonata ever go after Evil because right. it was he went after the Evil went to Naito, and after right after that, it was um, I why do I why do I forget his name? <laughs> who who went after Evil after Na, uh, Naito? The the Bushi, it was oh no, it was. Uh, Hiroshi. Hiroshi. And it was really odd because you went from Naito to Hiroshi back to Naito. 
and there was no sign of Sonata anywhere. And he had he had matches. Yeah, he was he was he had, there on the same card, but it's yeah. it's like they're purposely playing the card of Sonata is is so hurt by this betrayal that he doesn't want to believe it, and and that match is it's if you are looking to get a new Japan and and you can't watch old matches because some people they're like if the ending spoil I don't want to see it. This is a match to get into. Yes. Um it's it's going to be it's going to have so much story. They're going to have an incredible uh they're going to have an incredible video to play up for it and it's it's going to be I think amazing. it's going to be a lot of drama. I I can almost see them like standing face to face in the ring and evil slapping his face and then Sonata just going off or something, you know. Uh, I I I want to wait for predictions before we get to that oh, part yeah, yeah, because yeah. like we're, gonna, awesome. we're so close to doing yeah. that, but for Sa- for for Sonata, like yeah, I've I I really like Sonata. There's many times where I thought he should have been able to beat Okada for the title, and he, they didn't. And he's always been chasing a title, uh, and the only title he's been ever able to hold was the tag team title with Evil, and it's it's really weird. He, we're at this moment now. It's like, all right, can he can he uh, can he do it? Can he get right. past? the tag team hump he's been part of this so long because yeah. evil has held the neverweight title while he was part of lij and being tag team champions with sonata but sonata has never gotten to the point where being able to to also contend for the title but win the title and the only one one of the few members of lij who was a never a double champion and to, to buy into this drama and why new japan is such a good product sonata is in the dead bottom of his block right now Yes. But, and there's this story, um, but I, I want to get to you. So, so let's kind of piecewise it. Just one last thing. Go ahead. <laughs> he has an awesome entrance. Yes. Awesome costume. Just he's the total package. That he's just got to win now, and he's he's awesome. If you guys want to see awesome, Lij every faction is awesome. Mm-hmm. They they're just fun to watch. I, I just I love everything about them. So you guys need to watch his stuff. So so let's go to you guys. So let's kind of piecewise it. When it comes to block A, uh, so so again, how it works is uh, each block, for, for those of you who haven't watched the G1 before, each block has a winner. Uh, and then the, the winners face off uh, with, the, with the, whoever wins that match getting uh, a contract to challenge for the title of their choosing at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so when it comes to, to block A, uh, who are you guys? Who are you guys picking? Osprey. Ooh. I I want to pick Minoru, but we've never seen a never open weight champion win this. Mm-hmm. So I I I'm gonna go on a long shot and say, uh, well, not a long shot. I think we we get a back to back winner in Kota Bushi. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you guys. I have changed my prediction on this one throughout the night. Uh, uh, about about six times um, between three people uh, between and all of them I'll, I'll give you my reasoning behind all of them no uh, I started thinking that was Will Ospreay um, thinking that this is finally his year but I, I think you have to give him another year as a, as a heavyweight before he's ready they thought it was Kota Ibushi um, because he is uh, he is. He could be the a back to back holder of the briefcase. 
it would be such a good story. But I think his Wrestle Kingdom story is already ready. I I think it's going to be him versus Tanahashi in a a respect match. Oh, the Golden Star versus the one in the 100. Okay. I I think that's (laughs) that's why I'm not picking Ibushi. I think it's Okada. I, I think it's Okada because... Japan, New Japan Wrestling has some of its uh, the most eyes on it right now. They know that they're going to have a lot of eyes on the the final, and they're going to put in the person who can put the the best show on in the ring. Yeah, you got everyone at home. Yeah, that, that, they that's they want they want to they want to highlight him, uh, and I think they're going to toy with it. I I think he's I think. Uh, the kind of defining match is going to be him versus Osprey, where Osprey's going to get very close. He's going to hit him with everything, uh, and then it's going to take like six Rainmakers to put Osprey down. But uh, I have Okada. And when it comes to to Block B, uh, who do you guys have? Oh, man. Well, Block B. So Block start? B is I, is stacked. I changed like three times. It, like, Block B also. is is very stacked. Hmm. Go ahead, Keith. Okay, I'll start. So, <laughs> um, I I hate to say the winner for Block B will be this person, but it has to be Evil. Um, I fully believe that Evil will get his uh, get, beat Naito when they face each other. Then the last night uh, on G uh, on the last night of the G one on when he faces Sonata, Evil will cheat to beat Sonata for that title and. It'll be for that uh, opportunity to be in the final, and that's that's gonna hurt like me to watch because I don't want to see Evil win. But you you can't just make him champion, take the title off him, then just move off of him. Period. If you want, for me and how I see it is, if you want a head of Bullet Club and you want to have him to be respectable and be someone that you've built so for so long, let it be Evil. Let it be evil. Let it be evil who holds, who puts the flag of the Bullet Club down on that last night and say, I'm coming for you again, Naito. And this time, I'm making sure you are not coming back. <laughs> and anyone else that comes after me for LIJ, I'll make sure they end up like Haramu. Well, I hurt them. I'll hurt Shingo. I'll hurt Sonata. And hopefully the last person he faces is Sonata and that they'll be going to Dominion. Um, but yeah, I have evil and he's... Yeah, respectively, he might only lose one match. Gotcha. Go ahead, Craig. I'm I'm sticking with the the person I picked before before this started. I I think it's Sonata's time. I I I I don't think he drops a match the rest of the G1. I think he. I I, I do think you're right, Keish. I think it comes everything comes down to that match with him and Evil. They'll set it up that they'll be tied going into that match, but no one can touch them. And I I. Th- think it's time it, it they've they finally have the story for him they finally have the fan support they they have everything i if you don't pull the trigger on him now it's it's an if now win moment for him that's that's how i feel about sonata and i think that they played with our hearts enough having him having him drop the three matches early i i think it has to be sonata you ch- you guys changed my mind as we've been talking and stuff <laughs> because you know I'm not I haven't been in the loop with a lot of the storylines and stuff but as you guys have discussed it and I'm like okay 
and then you guys brought up just a minute ago Tanahashi. I'm like, oh my god, he, I had to flip flop, and I I said Sonata yeah. because for the same reason that I'm like, you can't you dangle the carrot in front of this guy all the time, and I just think that they started him out with those those zeros, and I just think he's going to come out strong and just win. And it's and it's not just dangling the carrot in front of Sonata; it's that he has so much support now that it's dangling. The, the carrot in front of fans. Yeah, everyone's waiting for it. Like, yeah. And then uh, overall winners, who do you have, Keish? So I said, hold on, go back to the block because I. Yep. So I had I had Coda versus Evil. Mm-hmm. That's up. Evil's winning that. I, there's, I. It's rare to see Coda winning back to back or anyone winning back to back G ones. Uh, like I said, the best way to fully reform Bullet Club with a person from the home country. And solidified like you are the head leader is for evil to win the G one. It's Jay do, White. Do, oh, no, Jay White has dropped that. Yeah, to tour to win the G one. Not only have more points and have more points than Kenta and Jay White. Period. Then there's there's no discussion anymore. Right. Then you resolidify the Bullet Club as the entity because right now it's just a bunch of random dudes. Yeah, We've you have it, it's. It's worse than the NWO Wolfpack because they have, like, Kevin Nash hasn't split away. Kenta's still in the group, yeah. but voicing his displeasure. And yeah. Evil's voicing his displeasure. And Jay White isn't a good enough talker to to make us believe that he can be the leader. And we're talking yeah. about these three guys, where these three guys are not even the long standing members of the Bullet Club. What about GOD? What about Chase Owens? What about, mm-hmm. you know, even Takahashi is like, so where do they all stand in here? So for me, the G1 is meant for to reform Bullet Club as the entity that they can build upon again. Right. No. I think Sonata is going to win it all. And I, I think, you know, I have Osprey in block A, but That's after like, also hearing you guys... <laughs> I don't, it's, it's, it would be a great matchup. Match. But I, I have a feeling that it's just going to be Sonata. Just, I think he's just ready. And like I said, he's got the thing that that Saber dude doesn't have. It's just like the charisma. The charisma. He, he doesn't have the presence. Yeah. yeah, the presence. You know, he just shows up in that mask and that crazy, that entrance. And, and then he's a good wrestler, too. So I just, I just think they're going to put him. I, I, I think it's Sonata, too. I, I think that I also think that you have to have Sonata beat Okada here. I think that sometime uh, before Christmas in some match, you have to have. So I think you have to have Tanahashi have a resurgence in this tournament, and then uh, have him come for the briefcase and Sonata put down Tanahashi, and then you have to have Sonata beat Naito at Wrestle Kingdom to solidify it. Because then he's yeah. he's gone through all four of the big names. He would have gone through Evil in the finals of his block, yep. Okada to win the G1, um, then Tanahashi, Tanahashi or the to, right do, to, to defend the briefcase. Yep. Because Tanahashi kind of has this air that he can challenge for anything whenever he wants and and then finally beat Naito. And, and it would be this... It, it would almost be a Daniel Bryant moment. I don't want to say it... It, it can't be that big because the pandemic. We won't have the crowds that we well, will. Well, we might for Japan because they've been having right. crowds as of right now. Will they be cheering and all that stuff? Maybe not. Right, and, no. but I, I, Maybe I think a and, clap. 
Yeah. Yes. And it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be this huge long title reign. You can have Okada or Naito or Tanahashi. Any you can have Takahashi beat him. You can have Will Ospreay beat him. But you now's the time to for me to give him the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. That's what I saw at Wrestle Kingdom. Him and uh, Naito. I just think that's I when I picked him, I was thinking that that uh, they would meet in Wrestle Kingdom, but. You never know. He, they, he could get the belt, and it just could be. Uh, it just works out so good that they keep him there for a little extended, you know, an extended right. time. Yeah, but you got Okada out there too. So, so this, so to go from there, like with Sonata winning, and this is where I have a tough time watching hearing Sonata win, is because I don't think Sonata will go after both belts. And but see, so so see, that's the can, thing. That's the reason why I can't see that. Here's happening. kind of a problem. Yeah. In, in New Japan right now is that both top titles are, are unified. Naito has the, the current World Championship and IC Championship. I see Sonata as the way of dividing it. Because I see him saying, I'm not challenging for the IC Championship. It's my turn to be the World Champion. I don't care about that belt. I'm coming for the World Championship. Oh. Then if he wins, then it gives Naito such a storyline where it's he only has the championship that he hated and then loved, but now it's like this backup championship. And somebody who was in his faction, who was his underling, is the one who's the world champion, and it could go through this dark place. You can have... Okada has such a thing where it's... It was somebody who was essentially a young lion when he was coming up is the world champion. You have uh, the Hiramu... I, I think uh, Hiroshi and uh, Hiroshi and Koda can go well into next summer especially if you have if you have one of them turn heel uh that could be a year-long feud um and then even if you if you have sonata hold the belt for a year you have you have evil win next year and then you have the rematch for for the world title between bullet club and lij and and that's and that's what's amazing about new japan is that all of these are long-term booking decisions that make sense. Yeah. And they don't, and what I've noticed is they, even though they may have plans, they go with the flow. They, they're not yeah. like stubborn. They're not going to be like, this is what I want. And it has to be, nope. If it isn't working. Yeah. They, do you think. You saw they, what, what wasn't working before. Yeah. <laughs> Jay White. They do you think Wrestle Kingdom pulled Jay White. will be two Wait. nights also? Wrestle Kingdom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's another thing. The two nights of wrestling. And. Uh, I, so I also th- so uh, online a lot of the talk that I've heard is is the argument too that Wrestle Kingdom is is going to be their big coming out party because of the pandemic. So a lot of people are predicting that Okada wins, so we have Naito Okada again because it's uh, that's that's the money match, that's the Austin Rock match that's going to put butts in the seat. But I think that if Sonata goes for the world title, you can still have that match as the IC Championship match as the main event of night one and you can you can still have the so night one can be okay here's for the new oh, people okay, okay. Oh, here's yeah. the things to, to bring you in look here's the greatest wrestler in the world the most popular wrestler in the world you can see them have another great match and the night two is for the like for the long-term fans it's we're finally giving you sonata in a main event role I'm just having a tough time. I I I want to see uh, Sonata win that World Heavyweight Championship too. I just having a tough time to see where Naito either drops the ITC belt or even 
keeps that belt only and not have the world championship belt where if you come when it comes to evil he he'll, he'll just take both and discard one of them <laughs> to one to to Jay White or to Kenta and be like you two fight for this title and then from there we're the two leaders of the world cup that's it right. there's no more so that's where my thought process is with evil winning winning this and taking the titles off of night so right yeah, man. It, I don't know. Everything's interesting. <laughs> no matter what, what, uh, you know, you know whether I think this, it all sounds awesome. E- whether evil wins or S- S- Sonata, everything about New Japan's awesome, and there, it's an awesome deal because it's only ten bucks, and you and get all the pay per views a month. Whereas other places, you got to pay for everything. It's and if awesome. you're worried about like. English commentary. They do do English commentary a few days after the Japanese live airing, as well as they're building up the LA Dojo. So instead of going to YouTube and watching the LA Dojo stuff, you can actually watch it on New Japan Wrestling. And also at at Wrestle Kingdom, they do have the the English commentators live now. Yes. Sometimes it's funner just to listen to Japanese uh, commentators. I mean, yeah, the Japanese. So so just uh, a quick segue. Uh, The main Japanese commentator, uh, his his big thing. Uh, this year was that when evil started showing kind of signs of turning heel, he was the the one guy who was out there saying, no, he's doing this for LIJ. He's doing this for the people. He, he s- supported him and defended him. even when he got, even when he was with the bullet club, he still defended evil. And then in his match with Naito evil pulled him over the table and shot him into the guardrail. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, even like Michael Cole wouldn't do that. No. Like you can't you you can't like Shivani wouldn't do that. Like it's just that much passion that's in it from the announcers and and how much they play into it. it's it's and I mean red shoes they're that would be just it would be like if Bailey like went heel on her like mini me for NXT mm-hmm. like that that was the significance of evil turning on his bi- biggest supporter on the commentary because every entrance he the commentator had that had the spinning fan that said evil and the scythe every time closing the eyes thinking and like mumbling and he's saying a prayer for him and hoping and it's just like it was the most shocking thing where it's just like he just like almost shot through him <laughs> through the guardrail <laughs> And every time now, every time uh, um, Togi or Evil get near him, they just like mock him for believing in him. Yep. <laughs> it's just the most hilarious thing. So it's really cool. Like when they turn Evil heel, they made him completely. There is no way you should like this man. <laughs> and and the, the G1 is just beautiful this year. I, I counted and I can make cases for five people in either block winning their blocks. So that's. Ten potential winners. Oh, actually, let's do that then. Who's who's like so? Other, so who's for the me, underdog. Who's the underdog for so? A so for me, the the five and block A are. I I think, <laughs> I think Tai Chi always has a chance, yes. just because he's so over with the fans. Even the even though he's a heel, he's so over. Osprey always has a chance. Minoru has a chance. Kota has a chance, yes. and Okada has a chance. Every everybody else could surprise me, but. Those those are the five I have from Block A as as possibilities. The only underdog I can see in Block A is Jay White, and that's it. <laughs> if I, anyone else is going to win Block A, other than you know um, Bushi or Kata, it is Jay White, and they push him 
for God knows whatever reasons, but so what? <laughs> what scares me is that Jay White has already had his Okada match, um, and he already has a Ibushi match, and he's won both. So like the matches he has left are Jeff Cobb, Ishii, Minoru, Taichi, and Takahashi. So that's I mean he but. That almost works for him, where it's like the evil guy has the easiest road, and then like Okada has to come from behind. Okada's two points behind him. Abushi has to hold out because he's already lost the head to head against him. Yep. Um, so yeah, do you do you have any others that that you think, Nelson? Oh man, I you, I, you say I what hate you, Jay you, White. <laughs> uh, I think he, I, oh, it's. But, there's only I he mean, has a chance, but I I, I don't want to believe it. I think I, Obushi Okada or Osprey. That's like my three that I think uh, out of those. Uh, I think Jay White didn't, but but God, I just yeah, I don't he's even the only one. It's like you don't want yeah. to hear that he could win. Right. But out of to my knowledge, to my heart, you got Bushi, you got sixty, then you got Jay White at thirty, yeah, right. <laughs> and then then B Block. Naito just like they're almost never going to have the champion win this because it creates such a, yeah. a booking hole. Yes. Like, like even if a face wins it, why wouldn't you pick Yano? Like, it's if, like having the champion Yano in the Royal Rumble, Rumble, Horse, winning the Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah. Like, like why why would you pick Yano? And uh, of course, Otis won Money in the Bank. So what am I saying? Um, <laughs> so he always has a chance. I have Kenta as my dark horse. That's what I was thinking. Um, Kenta has it. I think Kenta has a chance just because of the end of Wrestle Kingdom this year. So this is funny. So, though I hate the man tremendously, he's done so much since Moxley has came back. So my dark horse for B Block is Juice Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I knew it. I could see it yeah. in your eyes. Like, yeah, I was, I, I was fully disappointed thinking that. But right. Kenta has a briefcase already for Juice for Moxley's title, right? We all believe Evil or Sonata is going to win this. There's, they're, they're like the 99%, right? The 1% for sure. If I have to get to anybody, it has to be Juice. They, they have to pay him forward for everything he has done because he's done so much. He's but, been such a good soldier. But where where can you ever picture booking Juice over Okada or Ibushi? Well, like, no, in, in but, what <laughs> I, He can win the block. He ain't win the whole thing. <laughs> but I, hey, if they push Jay White, anything's possible. Right. They, they, they also, and, and I also have Tanahashi as, because Tanahashi you can't rule out at any time for True. any. And, I mean, there's always the chance that they could pull the trigger on Ibushi Tanahashi now. And whoever wins, the other one beats Naito for, say, they beat Naito for the IC belt. And they're like, no, I'm, I'm so upset that I'm coming for you for the IC belt. Then you can still have Okada Naito as the main event. I, I think Okada Naito is happening some, in some form at Wrestle Kingdom. See, I had Tanahashi. And then when I heard you guys talking about potential match, matchups, that's when I switched to Sonata. Mm-hmm. But I think that he, for me, would be like him and Kenta be the ones oh kenta hey we should introduce our fourth co-host yes so we have <laughs> we have the bullet dog so right. i don't think we're like abusing key show here <laughs> <laughs> like pinching them every time we don't agree <laughs> no, hey, we, i had to put i i had to say evil and juice robinson <laughs> that hurt me enough you started dry heaving a little when he said that no we have we have raymond the bullet dachshund oh yeah running around <laughs> um 
but yeah, so so that's kind of uh, kind of an introduction to the the podcast. We, I, I think that's going to be a little bit of the format every time as we talk a little bit about the history of New Japan for for people to try to get them involved, uh, try to get them uh, interested in in it uh, and coming in, and then uh, probably half where we talk about kind of the current events, which right now the G one is kind of where. Everything, Everything is. is focused. And I'm less than a year into watching it. So every time I, you know, I'll watch it on demand or something because the matches are come out late a lot of times, you, you see something awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you ever thought about, like, getting back into wrestling, but you don't want to watch WWE because of, the you know, the show, you need to watch New Japan. It will change you. Right. It really got me back into watching uh, wrestling and AEW and you know Ring of Honor and the other ones, and you appreciate now you you know you appreciate wrestling more because you see good wrestling. That's why I quit watching wrestling because it was just it was just a clown show. If you're if whoever listens to this, you go watch some New Japan. You would not regret it. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, for the two hours per night. No, well, it's not every night. So it's like back to back nights and a few days off. But it's two hours, and that's one of the great, uh, thankful things we have because G1's nights used to la- usually last four hours. There's an undercard, Young Allen's an undercard, then the G1 Climax. They're just skipping the undercard. You have all Young Lions match, and you go straight into the G1. So those two hours you watch, just the, the matches are just in they're so good just for being back-to-back nights i've stayed up to watch two nights i can't do that every for all the nights but it's 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 wonderful like being able to go back and watch it either with english commentary or the japanese commentary it's you can tell like they're working their butt off and and having a crowd in the audience clapping uh, is is such a relieving sight for me as a wrestling fan to know that there are some people still wanting to watch wrestling it's not tv screens it's not fans and family it's not developmental people uh that's why i love what you do japan when they had the the arena empty they had the arena empty there was no extras there was no skeleton crew they made it just about the wrestlers in the ring and that made it shows that when it comes down to wrestling in new japan it's about the wrestling part and if you're you're looking for uh, a match to get in, uh, night eighteen, so, so the last night of this block is the main event. As of right now, again, everything's always subject to change. Is Sonata versus Evil, um, and if you turn in tune in a little bit early, uh, you'll get to see Naito uh, and his entrance, who who's kind of again the biggest face uh, of wrestling. Um, so so you'll get to see that uh, as well. But if you're looking for for a match to get in, that that is they got some cool merch too, yeah. like all their stuff they wear. I, for me, the, the going to the New Japan match in San Jose, I thought it was going to be like WWE, <laughs> and it was just like everyone's sitting there enjoying the match. No one's blocking you. It was like a even the American crowd was like respectful towards the matches. Remember, we were waiting out in line, yeah. Yeah. and it was a it was a real messed up thing and we're like oh my god remember no one was getting yeah and it was as it soon was, as we get in there everyone's sitting mm-hmm. and reacting at, it, it was we really were, good we were maybe 10 feet away from naito at one point yes and it was it was an interesting like thought process like going through that night and being <laughs> being getting ready for the g1 i mean the guys want g1 for the event for the new japan it was 
what's this, guys? The that rainmaking. Is, I got a rainmaker. We're shoot, <laughs> shooting uh, Okada dollars on everybody at the match. Awesome. But the only complaint I had about that night is they gave me this gun so we could make it rain and, and no batteries. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that right. And Lance Archer. Oh, and Lance, Lance Archer. Oh, he was no, horrible. But, but even, even to and, – and not to get too far off track, but that night, like, Lance, Lance Archer was still one of the – still had such a crowd moment because, like, literally he interacted with the fans. Like, there, uh, was, there was a fan maybe, like, three rows away from us that kept calling him Tramp Stamp. And if you know oh, yeah. Lance Archer, that's why it's hilarious. Yes. And Archer's, like, interacting with him. And it's – just it's the best of like 80s 90s and 2000 wrestling and all that, in one and that giant of a man did a backflip mm-hmm. off off the top rope even though guy that like i don't remember like he was awesome everything about new, new japan minus jay white guys tune in <laughs> yeah, you can yeah if you're trying to watch like if you search on youtube for a match and you accidentally get Jay White, just skip that one and, and find one. Oh, make it easiest to understand what Jay White is. He can make, for any 20-minute Jay White match, you get a 10-minute match. Yeah. That's it. Just, just think of it that way. For the seven. first 10 minutes, you get seven. I have, seven. His, uh, okay. I have Jay White's intro music. No. Watch. He spends the first half of the match like outside the ring, and then about like three minutes during the it's yeah. And he it's it's the same match no matter who he faces. Just say no to Jay. Okada tried his darndest. Okada, he he needed a he got to get like a Nobel Peace Prize or something for (laughs) because working with that guy is he was like potpourri for garbage. But just a a quick preview for for next time. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably talk a little bit about strong style wrestling, uh, and and why that's so important for New Japan. Uh, again, because Shinsuke's what got me into New Japan, and what has kind of reinvigorated a lot of American wrestling. I'll, I'll kind of cover that a little bit next time for for those of you who are are newer to New Japan. Um, for me, I, well, I can keep, well, I'm one of those few Americans that still uh, finds WWE fond. <laughs> I'm still fond of it. So, um, next time we do talk about, uh, the wrestling, hopefully I'm, I'll be up to date with the WWE stuff. Um, I'm loving Roman's heel turn. I want to see if Sasha and Bailey uh, feud goes somewhere and with the title and with the draft that's coming up in the few weeks or actually next week we hopefully the landscape of the WWE is better for the fans who are watching american wrestling my fan of uh aw's tag team division looks awesome it's just it looks like they're because wwe has no tag teams worth watching yes i agree <laughs> i think aew is starting to build up their tag team division and it's 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 starting to look good with you know uh, FTR or and you know and that, I don't get the the dark order until when Brody came in yeah but before that they were garbage but I, I'm starting to like you know what they're doing with just doing factions and and having tag teams so I, I keep a little up to date because I like tag team wrestling and I like the uh, I do love the women's division in WWE it's awesome I like that it's much better than the males. But if, if you guys want my opinion on current WWE versus uh, New Japan, you can look up what Hulk Hogan said uh, during his feud with Antonio Inoki oh God. Uh, oh, after WrestleMania 9. 
Um, so I'll give you guys a little bit of, of homework for that one. <laughs> Just if you guys are wondering, uh, Keish is wearing uh, a luchador mask and a cape. And no pants. And, uh, when he, <laughs> no and, and no pants. And when he walked in the room. We're confusing people because <laughs> I'm supposed to look like Gato, but I have a mask on. <laughs> hey, What's going on? <laughs> you never. Oh, well, you know, you got to walk to the ring. And, oh, You geez. can come out with a bushy mask. And nobody, <laughs> nobody from LIJ <laughs> would, no, would no. argue with you. <laughs> we could also call this Educating Nelson. What about New Japan? <laughs> but, yeah, this is awesome, man. I love it. I'm so glad that you guys said, hey, you. You want to go watch New Japan Wrestling? I'm like, what's that? And you're like, it's going to be uh, wrestling in uh, San Jose. And then I'm like, uh, and then you said, uh, you ever heard of Liger? I go, yeah, my dad told, you know. Yeah, it was his, it's awesome. his final American tour. Yep. That's yes. awesome. His second yeah. to the last match. And Yeah, you guys need to watch. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, fellas, what are we going to do now? Take Raymond and... And wrestle. I, I thought Take we were gonna make out. No, hold on. Okay, hold on. This is gonna be a quiche later when he. Ha! <laughs> 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 oh yeah! <laughs> All right, guys. 